following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It is high noon on a Tuesday here at the Star in Frisco inside the SWBC podcast studio. And it, more importantly, is Tampa Bay week here at the Star in Frisco. Bill Jones with Mickey Spagnola. And here it is, the first week of the regular season. And our cohort is already missing a show. <laughs> Everson Walls is not in the house today. Do we need to find him? I think maybe so. We, he has uh, he has told us what, that he yes, could he not did. He, ahead of time, like five minutes ahead of time. He told well, no, I think <laughs> okay. I think he told me last week. <laughs> I think he did too. And now. then he reminded Once I got us, the text, yeah. I said, I think he may have informed us in yes, advance on absolutely. this. Absolutely. But anyway, we'll so, carry on without him. We will, and there's a lot to carry on after. Uh, we've got the one-two punch, the annual one-two punch, where I, I love the way it's set up, where you've got the. First big weekend of college football over Labor Day, and then you got the biggest punch of all, the NFL season starting on Thursday night, and of course the Cowboys in prime time on Sunday night against uh, Tampa Bay. It's a great fortnight of football here, Mickey. Yes, and it started on a, what would college start on uh, Thursday? Was it a Thursday? Or last Thursday. Thursday night, That's right. right? Yep. Yeah. With a very good game, and we'll pick up again on mm-hmm. this Thursday. And I was thinking on uh, Sunday night oh. was the uh, LSU-Florida State game. And as crazy as that game was, uh, it ended around 1030 or whatever, I was thinking, fast forward a week. If next Sunday night's game is anything like this Sunday night's game, man, those ratings are going to be through the roof. Oh, what a <laughs> what a night that was! Unbelievable. And, and you know what? The, the the funny thing was is so sitting there watching it. Uh, my wife's a big LSU fan. Mm-hmm. They get the ball back at the what two yard line, and she goes, "Oh, I bet this young quarterback's like." really nervous. I said, no, you know who's nervous is the kicker, because if they go down and score, he's got to make the extra point. And, and they, had, they had had difficulties already darn. in the game. Yes, they yep. already had one kick yep. blocked, and I'll be That darn. wing, you got to block down, don't you? Well, it was a jailbreak. If that guy didn't get it, the outside guy was going to get it, right? Yeah, you got to get the inside but guy. We've been taught. But, if we just listen to special teams coaches right. through the years here, the wing blocks down. And then, and you, then you, you, you go have out. To, but you just, if you have a choice, you block down. And the idea is your operation is fast enough to where that wing can't, right. who comes around the outside, can't get to you. Exactly. And which, by the way, I was talking with, uh, well, we were talking with John Fossil yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, he goes, what a great teaching moment that whole game was <laughs> to explain how important special teams are, right? That's right. Two fumbled field uh, 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 punts led to touchdowns for Florida State. Uh, and then 
you get the fumble at the end, and here you drive all the way down. Now you just got to do is kick an extra point, and game's in overtime. And we, and we learned why Greg McElroy is a broadcaster and not a coach, because he was saying after the muffed punt inside right. the 10-yard line with two minutes left, let them score. And sure enough, they handed it right back to you. You didn't have to let them score, yes. you, and you were able to go down and have an you, opportunity. You kind of play it out, yeah, right? That's right. Because yeah, there's no way you're going to score two touchdowns. <laughs> that's right. Goodness gracious. Maybe if it was... 10 points you were down by and yeah. you say okay anyway but yeah we digress but yeah it was a but it's a great setup for this week yes absolutely and uh you know the cowboys uh, did practice uh, get it's kind of a bonus practice on monday uh today's the normal off day and they will get back at it tomorrow and they and needed Thursday. the bonus practice. And, yes. and other teams, it's not like they have a, any more advantage over any other team. Tampa Bay practiced also yesterday. Right. But after the long Labor Day weekend, uh, you know, most teams gave them off for at least Saturday and Sunday, if not Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you get back at it on Monday, a day off Tuesday, and then uh, it's officially Tampa Bay week tomorrow here. And it gave them time to make a huge addition to the team. To say the least. Yes. And yep. I'm, when I mean huge <laughs> that's a big man he uh, is jason did peters. you weigh jason peters I, you... I don't i don't know that they i didn't see what they listed him on the on the roster. i didn't see it either but uh you know and i've said last week uh, just looking at uh, one of his games from last year when uh, word got out that uh, the cowboys were talking to him uh, he's he's moving his feet well. There's a reason that uh, he played tight end at 330 pounds at Arkansas. Well, he he's lost two pounds from then. They list him at 328. They, 328. They yeah. listed him too. And and when I say huge, I mean how big he is. I think it's a it's a great insurance policy right now. Is the way I look at it. Uh, their intention is to start Tyler Smith uh, at left tackle. Um, but again, and we've been talking about it for, you know, since training camp, you know, what about some experienced backup swing tackle? Uh, and they it's a swing guard, too. And a swing. And that's my other point. Somebody brought it up and, and I said, well, what makes you think if he's ready to go and if Connor McGovern struggles, they put him in at guard? And, and, and it takes me back to what uh, how Mike Mc- – see, everybody – misunderstood what Mike McCarthy said uh, like that week they were practicing indoors here uh, when Tyler Smith was out with the sprained ankle and he and Tyron Smith had not gotten hurt yet and someone asked him you know who's your starting who's your starting left guard and he said today it's Connor McGovern. If the, if the season started today, right. Connor McGovern would be starting exactly. And the reason he said it that way was because Tyler Smith, you know, he was being vague. He didn't want to give you an answer, and he was being vague. And since Tyler Smith couldn't practice, well, yeah, Connor McGovern just started. And I think then, he, I think he may have even prefaced uh, prefaced it by saying. Obviously, if yes, the season right. started today, Connor McGovern. And then after that, he <laughs> talked about what a what a uh, good fullback Connor McGovern would be. He said he actually said if he got ten to twelve snaps a game at fullback, people would recognize his ability. And then went on to point out how valuable he was as a big tight end 
like a third tight end to, to put in the running game. But everybody jumped to conclusion that, oh, now this guy that can't win the guard position now is going to start at tackle. Speaking of guards. Wow. Well, we got a special. We're blessed with a, a special guest, a guest here, analyst huh? has walked into the building here. And he is fresh from Canton, Ohio. <laughs> Nate I, Newton. Yes, sir. I told him, I said, you can't keep me out of the Hall of Fame. One way or another. Front door, back door, side door. I'm dropping down on you like a bomb. I got in there, baby. All right. Yes, sir. Um, so you were in Canton this weekend. Oh, man, from Saturday. It was a great time. And there's two players that I – Art Shell uh-huh. and Mel Blunt. You know, they they were shakers and bakers. And whenever I get a chance to talk to them for more than five minutes, I'm ecstatic, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those two guys. Yeah. So he noticed we were talking about guards and tackles and right. comes walking right in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First, are you going to be with us the rest of the show? Yeah, yeah, I'll ride you with you, man, because okay. I, I saw y'all was lacking. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, no, so like, yeah, yeah. Everson's out here. Everson, right. I mean, he's That's probably right. trying to recover from the Jesse Penn's party this weekend. Uh, okay. Yeah, and he's probably telling, didn't tell y'all that, did he? Uh, okay. No, he didn't. No. Yeah. As a matter of fact, okay, just a little side note, me and Nate here. Um, my daughter, Jessica, went to high school and graduated with Trey Newton. Yes. Son. They had a little uh, fantasy football get-together, uh, right. and she saw Trey for the first time, maybe since they graduated from high school. Right, and, right. Uh, and so Trey said to Jessica, said, you know, my dad and your dad work together. And Jessica's like, really? <laughs> she still doesn't know what I do for a living. Oh, my God. But, but, but uh, okay, Trey said, Trey said, yeah. I don't watch the pre and post game shows, but he was on the preseason game the other day, and so he his phone was blowing up when you right. were on the sideline the yeah. preseason game. Yeah, so great. anyway, so we go way back. Our kids go way back. Very to, good with each and other, and it's good to have you. Uh-huh. Nate and I go way here. back too, by the way. Yeah, I was uh-huh. just basically going to come over here and sit down and you know and study. <laughs> you, you were going to study. You just get prepared. Now, but you can't walk away from yeah. A microphone. But then when I you know and then no when I heard and I walked in and y'all were talking like this would happen. I'm walking in. And they talk about guard play. <laughs> and I agree with Mick because I heard that, you know, and I talked to Kyle uh, Yeoman, too. Coach was not trying to say that the kid lost his job. He was just saying that the other right guard, the other left guard was just injured. Yeah. And it's that to start today. The smart thing to do is just to start Connor. See there? There you go. Yeah, I mean – People we, just want to jump to conclusions. We 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 have to at fans because that that's who we are. You know, I, I do it sometimes myself. That's why I have to listen to more cooler heads sometimes. But uh, we tried to. Uh, I try to read between the lines. What did he really mean when he said something? Yeah. yeah. And did yeah. you catch him yesterday? He said something, and he didn't make it clear. And he goes. And I meant, yeah. <laughs> and yes. it goes because people will ter- twist my words or something like that. I thought it was pretty good. The, the thing is, as a head coach, uh, you 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 expect the unexpected, but I promise you, this coaching staff did not think that this uh, Tyron Smith thing was going to happen. Not like this. 
and they Not had so to make early, yeah they right? had to make some some quick moves some quick adjustments and uh because this thing like boom 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 it's like being pregnant you know you you know you come a little early i mean everybody going to panic mode you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we went into labor <laughs> i was wondering be going very to careful with yeah. that one. that's why it was labor day weekend yeah. i was going into labor early yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. okay now how much does it concern you if at all that tyler smith didn't have any reps at left tackle during training camp and preseason games he was working on the left side they coaches talk about okay he's been working on the left side he's a left side offensive lineman mm-hmm. okay left guard left tackle how big of a concern is it that he hadn't taken any snaps there it don't bother me because because I heard some comments that he said that he's he feels better. He feels more comfortable going back home. Yes, he knows he's got to deal with a better athlete, a more talented athlete, not as bulky in certain most cases, you know, more athletic. And he feels better. So if he feels good, I'm comfortable with that because uh, regardless of when we slide him out there, it's going to be a different player that he's going to play on average anyway. So I'm, I'm good with that. I, I just – I just need to know that the offensive coordinator is matured. I need to know that the offensive line coach is not forget, not, not going to forget that he is a young guy. And if they take care of those two responsibilities of making sure that he's protected when they can protect him because it's 70 snaps. And you make him protect him 35% of the time, but the other 6% of the time, you got to dance. You got to play. You got to be physical. And, and – Listening to Jerry today, he was talking about they were talking about the offensive line and the problems, mm. and and he goes, you know, sometimes you got to operate, you know, without a net. Yes. And, and they ask him, well, what's your net for this game? And he said, the net is Zeke. The net is running the ball. The net is play action. The net is giving some help, meaning yes to your tackle. Yeah. The net is using your tight ends. Uh, and, oh, by the way, the net is my quarterback. Yes. So he already has alluded a couple times to not letting that guy sit out there, uh, you know, out there to dry. We've got to help him at some point. Get him, get him, you know, used to doing this. Now he'll have, you know, three practices this week. And as he said, you know, I've done this my whole life, played left tackle. Now, I understand it's not in pads in the NFL, but, um, well, you tell me. You made the transition from guard to tackle. It's a whole different – like I say, you playing a different animal. You you playing an animal that – but fortunately for me, I went to the right side, to the left, and that was an easier transition because back in the day, you know, you ran right a lot of the time, Mm -hmm. so I was a great run block at that time. So – but then I still had to face EJ Jr., uh, Reggie White, guys of those ilk, that ilk. So you – it was easier. But going over to the left side, it's just a different guy that you're facing. But he's he's dealt with athletic guys. Now, will they – will they – Press home technique, 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 because out there you will be seen and exposed more quickly if you go to grab it and trying to hold. Will they have enough play action? What I would do for this kid is this called lead draw. It looks like a pass, but it is a run. That will give him a chance to get his hands on people, have a chance to punch, get his hands on people, and move. You know, and the other thing is a pass. All of a sudden, I give it to Pollard. I give it to to Zeke. You know, and and, and that'll slow down that because now you got you got to stay in your lane. You got to hesitate. 
You know, you got to move that pocket. Mr. Jones is right. If we move the pocket 10% of the time by either sprinting out or naked boot, some of us like that, it's, it's cool. You got three-step drops. You got five-step drops. But everybody's making these in-game decisions. They go, oh, okay. Last two series, they ain't went past a five-step drop. Them corners are going to start walking up. Them safeties are going to start cheating up. Is Dak smart enough in his progression to say, uh-uh, CD, let's go. Uh, turpentine, let's give him a dose of that. Mm-hmm. You know, boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Look at it. <laughs> Offensive line 101. That's right. Yeah. And we're going to continue with more of it when Mick Shots continues Mickey in just who? a moment. <laughs> Mickey what? <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls. With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Back, back to Mick Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice. Not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. Listen to Mickey. He's already in midseason form. Yeah, man, Mick, I, he better be. He went, <laughs> went through OTAs, <laughs> minicamp, training camp. He better be ready to went through all of I couldn't get rid of him. I thought I would lose him in uh, but was with the charges. He was out there, too. Okay, but the next one I've never read before, so Uh-oh, be get prepared. Ready. Get ready. All right. And Nate's been crisscrossing the country the last two months. Loving it, man. Don't yeah. tell me you drove. I've been blessed. Yeah, you remember I drove out to Oxnard, yeah. and I went home for like three days, you know, you know, to see my beautiful wife, Michelle. Then I shot back to, uh, to uh, Irvine. 
And then I left Irvine, and then my aunt passed, and so I drove down to Florida and came back from there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You drove from Irvine, California to, to Florida? No, I drove home a couple home. of days okay. and then went to, then went down to uh, Miami. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All I need is two days rest. Did, if I get two days rest, I'm good. Did you go to the game? Uh, which game was that? Then I came back and went to the Seattle game, yeah. No, the college game. Uh, no, no, Florida and them? Yeah. No, 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 Ooh, no. I thought, I thought for sure you would have been there. No, it was this week in Canton, and thank God yeah. I had an excuse not to beat it. Florida a and played Jackson State. I, I told I, – this is one thing. <laughs> I'm talking to my people, black. So I'm saying black. Forget all the te- – my black people <laughs> do not play a Power 5 school – and then line up and play one of your division rivals or one of your conference rivals, which is Deion Sanders. This was for the for the conference. Mm-hmm. We not only got beat, but we got drug. And then I had to hear from Deion <laughs> calling me a big fat hog because we lost. <laughs> I didn't get to call him a rat, you know, because they. But my my people, I'm talking to y'all. This ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. They, I'm giving them a disclaimer already. My people don't do that. Try to play the Power Five school after Dion them, okay? Thank you. All right, let's be back, back to normal. Uh, did uh, Dion's son throw an incompletion? He threw three incompletions, and didn't even play the fourth quarter. <laughs> he's sitting over there like, he's like he's big time. Twenty-seven out of thirty or something. I don't 20, know what he was. Twenty-seven. I don't know what he was. Man, that, I saw Twitter. He had all his jewelry on already. <laughs> oh man, he blinging like his daddy. He got, you know, he. You know, what's the, he didn't have any pads what's on. The thing, what the thing is, Talk, where they, talking they, in third person yeah. too. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man! I, I'm about to tear up this place. Yeah, I, this kid. I'm like this dude talking in third person. Yeah, uh, I talked to. So, yeah, uh, he said. Did you know you said, were 17 for 17 in the first half? Yeah, two really? knew that. He He's said, trying to act dumb. Really? <laughs> what quarterback don't know what he is? Come on, man. Please. Don't get me fired up, man. Let's go. Let's, chip, let's talk chip about off it. the old block. What are you talking uh-huh. about? I'm going to have to. That, that's chip off the old jewelry. Yeah, right. <laughs> with a block. That's chip off the old pearl. And then wow. worse for Florida A&M, they probably didn't have any water to drink. Oh, that's right. Unless they broke. No, they was down in Miami, so it didn't matter. They was right next to the ocean. They could have went and dumped my team at the end. Good thing they weren't in Jackson. Oh, right? man. I had a bad week. Mm. Uh, okay. They lost. Uh, uh, then Eric Williams, then Timmy Newsom was there at the thing. Mm. Winston Salem got beat down by Eric Williams Central. I'm like, I'm having a bad – I can't win. Well, Everson didn't have a good weekend either because no, Gram- yeah. Grambling, Grambling had some problems it. with oh, Arkansas man. State. Yeah. So, all right, back to the task at I'm hand. I'm sorry, y'all. That's all right. Y'all. No, no that's that was great. I'm glad good you brought stuff. that up. Oh, wow. That was that was very topical. It's, uh, wow. it was, that was making headlines over the weekend. And you know, you know what the common denominator was? And I try to tell people this, and they don't want to believe me, but and this is coming back to the, to the, to us, the Cowboys. Each team that lost had one thing in common. They had no offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. They either had young offensive linemen or no offensive linemen. And I keep telling everybody, you can make all the excuses if you want. If your offensive line don't work, if you don't have a, a serious defensive line or just an average defensive line, it won't work for you. The competition, everybody can get a wide receiver. Most people can find a quarterback that can work and not lose the game. You can have a great running back, or you can have a nice corner, but if you don't have five at least average to above offensive linemen, you're going to lose the game. 
You know, it's funny you brought that up because yesterday, yesterday, we got to make, we're making our picks for the season on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And so yesterday, I'm sitting there going, okay, I need to make my, make my picks on Thursday. Right. And I actually got a piece of paper out and I started looking at the offensive linemen on each team. And I think I'm going to do a little research <laughs> right. the next couple of days and I'm going to base my picks on which of the teams have the best offensive lines I'm, I'm or, or an offensive line, whether you, cause you got to anticipate some injuries along the yes. way too and, and how they offset those. Uh, part of it is depth on the offensive line too. But it's well, funny because I, I, that's, I think I'm going with offensive line is going to determine. Well, if you think about it, and that's why. Number one, the alternative leagues can't make it. That's right. Because they don't have enough offensive linemen. There's not enough offensive linemen in the country to go around, let alone in another league. So if you have skilled players, the quarterback can't do anything. Hey, and the offensive uh, line can't block. Look at it from the Cowboys' standpoint. If Tyron Smith had to go down with an injury, okay, it was better that it happened now and yes, not sir. two weeks from now yes, when Jason Peters has been signed by somebody else. Okay, At least there was, there was an option that provides them with some insurance uh, in the meantime. You know. Yeah, and I mean, look at what they did previously. Who, who were the backup swing tackles? Some of them are still playing. I don't know why. But there's not enough offensive linemen to go around. You know, I, uh, I, I try – I'm the second most positive cowboy. Michael Irvin is first. I would not even try to touch that torch. But what I do understand is the last couple of weeks when we was doing a preseason game, I could not make myself see the optimism when I know our left tackle was not on this team for as uh, a swing tackle. When I know that our center, backup center, is our left backup guard. Now our left backup center is the left guard. So I'm, I'm saying to myself, it's a lot of questions got to be answered. I am sitting over there praying. I'm wearing out my kneecaps. <laughs> President, the butcher, don't get hurt, right guard. Still, please play 18 to 20,000 games this year. People say, why you say so many? I, don't not, I do not need him to be hurt. Mm-hmm. If I, We can't afford for our right side to be hurt because we have no depth experience depth anywhere on our offensive line, anywhere. Who do we go with if, if, if Peters have to go in? And then who is our next guy, Mick? Yeah, no. And you know what? Foniak is our next guy. My thought, my thought all along was even if Tyler Smith was the starting left guard, right. he was the backup swing tackle. That's right. That's, right? Yes. You just move him because out you, there. The, because now that you see the clarity of all of it, you have no other options. Okay. You have no other options. Okay. It's not like the Cowboys are the Lone Ranger as far as that goes. But, but, I mean, even this week's opponent, Tampa okay. Bay, okay, they they had a, a major injury to their starting center, Ryan yes, Jensen, did. who's on injured reserve to start the season. Okay. Okay. So they've got a left tackle in Donovan Smith who has 111 career starts. They're starting a rookie second-round draft pick at left guard, Luke Gedeke. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, by the way, I, I just saw this. When he got to college, he was a tight end before they moved That's him. That's what Jason Peters to, was, and look where he's at. Before they moved yeah. him to right guard, and I mean right tackle, and then guard. 
Okay. okay. And so and out of Central Michigan. Right. Their projected starting center is their third round draft pick from last year, Robert Hainsey, mm-hmm. who has no starts in his okay. NFL career. Their right guard is Shaq Mason, who they picked up in a trade with New England in the offseason. He's mm-hmm. got 103, uh, 98 starts in his career. Yes. And Tristan Wirfs, who was their first-round draft pick two years ago, has 33 starts in his career. Those are the starters. And, okay? and by the way, Wirfs missed uh, a significant part of training camp. And Todd Bold said, I'm encouraged he'll be ready for the opener. Okay. Here are their backups. Josh Wells who has 84 games but only 17 starts in his career. Nick Leverett, who has two games and no starts in his career. Brandon Walton, who has not played in an NFL game. And Fred Johnson, who has five games and one start in his career. So they're, if they lose anybody else, it's kind of like the same thing that you are talking about with the Cowboys and their backups beyond Jason Peters now. And uh, they've got no starts. On the backups. And it's other teams. You got to understand now. But see, you've seen success because a year ago and and two years ago, this was Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Four years ago, this was the the Steelers. So, yes, this season can be played. But now the big question, sir, sir, Erz, the big question is, can your offensive coordinator mash good enough with your offensive line coach to make sure – when when you have a chance to help your offensive line, you know. Think when about, you have think a about Cincinnati and yes. the weakness on that team last year was yes. their offensive yes. line, and they still made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and so I'm not saying that we can't be successful because that was my game plan when I'm coming to him. I'm like, you gave me some great numbers that even solidifying my thoughts. Like, we should make it every chance we get on down the distances. Is we looking? The head coach should be like, no, we can't hurt our defense. No, we can't hurt our defense. Hey, let's go. No, we can't hurt our defense. You have to play to the two. The Ravens have done it all their their life. The Steelers, in certain cases, have done it all their life. You can win with a defense. Now, you still need that quarterback in the big boy game, but you can win because everything has to play through your defense. Our defense cannot, cannot, cannot let us down. And if you need another example, when you talk about not having offensive line, just look what happened to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yes. Right? Yep. There's another one. Yep. Yes. Know, it, they, they lost like two or three starters. To, and and it, what did Kansas City and Cincinnati do the year, the offseason after those yeah. problems in the yeah. Super Bowl? They <laughs> right. fortified their offensive yeah. line. Yeah. And yeah. The, the thing is. And see, and that's what the Cowboys did. That's why they drafted this they, kid they, in they the tr- first round. They tried to. They 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 tried to. Uh, they were what, just hoping that he didn't have hope, to play left yeah, tackle right, right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> because yeah, exactly what we did was we based our uh, beliefs that the two guys that we wanted, uh, Josh Ball, uh, Matt Walesko, mm-hmm. we it. we based that we had a fifth round pick that was young, a rookie, and and a, and a guy that was with us last year but didn't play any snaps, that they would at least be serviceable. That hurt more, and I'm not joking, that hurt more than Tyron's injury. When, when we're like, okay, but neither one of these guys going to be able to really help us. If one of those guys would have been serviceable, we, I'm, I'm serious, 
you can work a little better because now you're, you're confident in moving on with your playbook. They're stuck with their playbook right now. There's certain things you better stay away from, like and, slow and developing thing, plays. And the thing with well, Let's Go, they they lost him because of the shoulder injury yes. where he wasn't able to get any reps during and preseason. He, and, he's, and he's trying, right? but I don't know. I, sometimes you got this – if this was high school, yes, because he would be such uh, such a if he was in college, he would be such a dominant player. You wouldn't worry about the little pains and aches. But this ain't yeah. mm. NFL grown this is man. The real deal. Big yeah. boys. Yeah. yeah. All right, we continue with more mixed shots in just a moment. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it they go, you go? <laughs> And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back, back to mixed Shots. Head to AT&T Stadium this Saturday, September 10th, to experience Rally Days presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallyday for tickets and more information. All right, rally days on Saturday, and that means football is coming up on Sunday. Tampa Bay coming here. I'm looking at the NFL Network right now. The Pete Carroll's up there, and isn't it great the way the NFL schedules some of these uh, opening games? So you know who Seattle plays? Denver. Denver. Russell Wilson's going back to Seattle, and uh, uh, Cleveland's playing Carolina. You've got Baker Mayfield against his former team. And we got Cowboys and Buccaneers. All right, on Jason Peters. All right, we don't know exactly how much he's been doing as far as being in shape and so forth right now. But he typically, basically said cardio. Okay. How long of a ramp-up period would there be, you think, for a 40-year-old? I would give him two weeks yep. of serious work. I mean, get with your strength coach. Uh, 
get you a day and a half workout in the morning, cardio, a little bit of uh, all with stretching. When you get that age, it's all about being limber. So get your stretching in, your running in, and you know, get a little weight lifting in, then come back and uh, stretch again, get into the sauna, you know, just things like that. Now, not so much as just trying to go all out and blow yourself out, but get your running in when it's cool, you know. Most of the games will be inside, so you don't have to worry about that. And just get yourself ready, you know. Get your eyes and hands trained and your feet all going in the right direction. And Jim Meyer and those guys are great at trying to get that done. You know, I saw one of the things they had <clears throat> them doing uh, before practice started. They, You know how they go on the resistance mm, cords? Yeah. Well, he had the whole resistant cord around his waist, mm. and he was having them step like he was trying to loosen up his hips. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and I I think Nate's right. I think at least two weeks. Yeah, I I think if you look at how the Cowboys treat guys coming, well, look how they treated Anthony Barr. He basically right. had a two week ramp yes. up before they actually thought about giving him some snaps in that last preseason game. And if you look at how they treat guys when they come off an injury or surgery before they actually play, they're going to make them practice one week in pads. And then the next week, getting ready for the game in pads. And then it's a two-week deal, and let's see where they're at. And I think that's exactly how they're going to treat Michael Gallup. Everybody wants to know when Michael Gallup's going to get back because they see him out there running running routes mm-hmm. uh, and, and running routes against uh, a, a DB. And it's like, okay, that's fine, but he's not in pads. And so when my answer to that is when you see him in pads for the first week, then count another week, and then he might be ready for the next game. And I was one of those people that, that thought he should be on pup, but I understand their method is if we put him on pup, he comes off at the fourth week, and then we got two more weeks. Right, because he getting, can't practice. Yeah, we got two more weeks to get him right. Right. Now we're looking at six or seven weeks. So I understand what they're trying to do. And one thing I have total belief in is that Britt Brown is not going to let his players go out there and not be close to ready. Yeah. I, 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 I would trust that Jim Myers and him overall. You know, owners, players, I mean, owners, coaches, and everybody will get hyped and, oh, yeah, okay, let's go. And, no, nah, not Their not final Jim. word, Nate, yeah. is always when I release a guy, I don't want him coming, coming back. back. Yeah. And, and Britt will be indignant right. if his yeah. guy comes back to him after going through all that right. rehab. And the way I look at it, because I felt the same way you did, that mm-hmm. just put him on pup to start the year, then you save a roster spot. You can keep a guy that otherwise you mm-hmm. got to expose. And it's just four weeks. Okay, right. It's not six weeks anymore. It's four weeks. Mm-hmm. But they made the right decision because they didn't lose anybody. When, right. when they cut the, the team down, nobody picked up anybody, and so they, they still had access to anybody that they wanted. And, so. Bill, the way they changed the rule, when it was six weeks you had to miss, you could start practicing after four. When they t- switched it to four, you can't practice. So you would That's... need two more weeks anyway to make it six if you left them on pop. Uh, this is what I respect about the league a good thing that I respect it is about most teams, only a few teams, is you are in a jam. You only have three weeks to really learn your players. Why would I try to pick up anybody else? Mm-hmm. Keep your own. You see keep that. your own. And the majority of the league like, you know That's what? Right. I don't know this guy, and I'm going to bring him in here. You know, this ain't a six-week deal no more, mm-hmm. not even a four-week deal, so you get to see a bunch of film. 
Don't nobody the, know. The, the teams that are picking up guys, yeah. they're the teams that aren't contending this year. Thank they're, you. they're the ones that are rebuilding. That's Chicago, right. They, right. they picked up six guys off the waiver wire the first day, and they probably picked up six more since then. <laughs> right, t- right. Uh, there's one team. One team is – I can't remember who it is – They've they had a 15 man practice squad and they've already turned over yes. like seven guys off their practice squad. They're just bringing them in for a look. Okay, yeah, I see that guy. Okay, yeah. I'm aware of him now. Let's bring in another guy. Kind yeah. of the way Jimmy did back when he was. That's right. Yeah, but team, that was right? yeah, sir. Out of necessity. A world. So yes. if you look at their practice squad, the the original one, they had their own 15. Uh, and then they've just brought in two guys from other teams and Peters. But other than that, the whole practice squad was basically their guys. So the guys that they introduced at the, the, the blue carpet is basically still here. And, you know, right. when, we, when we used to do our blue carpet, <laughs> These guys you know, would it, have... man, it'd be like, man, 10 guys would just disappear. You'd be like, oh, what happened? <laughs> like during the, yeah. during the luncheon. <laughs> the yeah. luncheon. Like, hey, hey, come, come. We, need, we need you to go see Bruce May. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> but they're, about, they're about to introduce me. Yeah. No, uh, no, we no, gotta go. it, it was like the last supper, right? <laughs> yeah. You got yes, a last free, free meal, and yeah. then later Tuesday afternoon. At least we're going to put you on American Airlines. <laughs> yeah. That you're yeah. cut, right? Yeah. And that was the week of the season opener, yes, too, sir. by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, Brady missed 11, 12 days of camp, whatever. You heard a little bit of his podcast? Ah, uh, yeah. Let's yeah. go podcast. Yeah, let's go. Brady, Jim Gray. Brady, Jim Gray and, and, and Larry, they, they do a, a great, respectable, high – I mean, it's very respectable, high-caliber – Show man, and I, and I don't go find it, but when it's uh, on, I never go away from it. Mm-hmm. They do a great show, man. And uh, so does he sound like it, he's ready? Uh, I'm gonna tell you something, Mr. Brady, <laughs> the goat. Oh, yeah, he is the goat. Uh, this, this dude learned so much from his prior coach, along with his competitive and combative spirit, man. And 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 uh, you know, when people were saying, Oh, he took a week off and he went, Hey, stop. <laughs> Stop. Do you know who you're talking about? My, my people always say, know your audience. I'm like, do you know who you're talking about? This Tom. Tom can take a month off, a month <laughs> off, and come back in two days and have his team running right. Hey, so I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with uh, Brady, and we talked a little bit off air. It's series by series and almost play by play. That Brady is calculating to make it and say, oh, okay, this let's try this because th- I mean, he's just a great dude. He's just a great dude. You know, I put him up. The only guy I like better than him is because he's a great athlete and still and kind of has a mind like him. And the only guy I'll ever put up against him is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. That's the only guy I ever put up against him. The game is so slow for them. Yes. You know, they can see everything that's happening. Yes. You know? If you look at some of those College quarterbacks that were starting for the first time, oh, you could tell, right? Yes. They, they, they weren't seeing things at all. In the, so what's your first No, instinct? Mick, I have to disagree. What's that? They were seeing everything. Everything? <laughs> they, they saw too much. Seeing, yeah. go, yes. seeing ghosts. ghosts. Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead. And so what's side. your first instinct? You yeah. pull the ball down and run, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Run for your life. That's what was happening. Well, uh, which quarterback? Well, last – uh, well, no, it was the LSU quarterback. The first three quarters, he was just pulling the ball down and running. Need, need to get the backup in there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I don't know what they were thinking. Uh-huh. The 49ers did a great thing, and they did a dumb thing. You, you kept you got this kid going. I, I love that. 
But you that's that's I don't know this kid makeup. Do y'all know this kid makeup? Is this Trey Lance? Yeah. yeah. Do y'all know his makeup? Is he that? I know that the backup is a quality guy and, mm-hmm. and a good guy, but the fans are not these guys. The ownership. Do they have control of their ownership like that? So because if something go wrong, uh, great move, but I don't know how smart it was. I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you really won't know on Trey Lance until he yes. gets in a regular season games. Yes. And, and you better have a great constitution yourself. Yes. Because think about if Troy Aikman wasn't mentally strong, what he went through his rookie year, they yes. could have destroyed him as a quarterback. Yes. The beating he took, no offense, but – Brother, I, I, I know Troy played three less years because of how we was as <laughs> offensive line. I'd say, every time I see Troy, sometimes we're like, y'all right, big dude, y'all right? <laughs> like, yeah, man, I'm just thinking about that, that Philadelphia game. <laughs> he, 11 like, he, sacks? He just started laughing like, ah, oh, it's okay, then. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, well, even yeah. his uh, – what it would have been – well, the year where Burline started against the Lions. Yeah. And when Troy is ready. I mean, from yeah. a mental – you're talking about, all right, fast forward, a Trey yeah. Lance Garoppolo situation yes. this year. How strong – How we all know how strong mentally Aikman was. Yeah. He was mad he didn't get to play in yeah. that game. But he turns around the next year. I mean, it – it motivated him or whatever, right. you know. He he had enough strength of character, strength of mind, and team goes and wins Super Bowl the next right. year, you right. know. So. I, I just uh, – it, it's few things that I won't talk about in football, but picking a quarterback and working with a quarterback I, before the draft, during the draft, and maybe two years after the draft, I still be looking like I can't pick them. Because you don't know what's inside of these guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you saw what's inside of Troy because I, I went to him one time and he got injured. I think it was Pete and somebody else we had on. I said, uh, who who do you – Troy, who who would you think the better backup is? He looked at me like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All I care about is when I play. <laughs> so that let me know right then that he felt like I don't care, and he really meant it. He looked at me with the he, blue eyes, blue cold grace. Uh, I don't care, and when I start, that's what counts. And I those were care. quality backups. Yes, I mean from I mean even going you know what from Steve Red Wal- Ball all yeah. the way. Yeah, but when Steve Walsh Russell, in yeah. college, he was an accomplished quarterback. Yes. Steve Burline, Rodney yes. Peake, yes, I mean, Randall Cunningham. Even I mean Jason and, Gary. And he doesn't care. Yeah. That doesn't matter. He, even Kozar for those first yeah, yeah couple right. games that he had. That's right. Yeah. He didn't care because it might. he felt in his heart, in his mind, y'all have never known me to just outright dog a coach. And Coach Shula, mm. thank God, he they got that thing from where he's doing a better job selling at his dad's steakhouse in Miami because he, <laughs> he he did not do us no favors. You know, especially the, the way he would say things to Troy as our starter. I, I just be like, who do you think? You, mm. Where your skin's at, you know? But anyway, I don't even want to go back. Sorry, I'm sorry. I got a little sidetracked. Well, Switzer got him. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right. That does it for this special edition of Mixcast featuring Nate Newton. We off? <laughs> <laughs>
We're, this is the we're real, done. We're this past is the time. real talking. Yeah, cowboys. Well, we got, we got, we got some equity. I mean, let's go a little further. Uh, <laughs> I'd love equity. to, but there's going to be another show that's yeah, going to be and I, and I'm right? on that show too. So oh, let's go. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> we'll let you get a drink of water. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. All right, and uh, I think Everson will be back unless Nate uh, doesn't let him back in the studio. Yeah, for Everson tomorrow. coming back, All man. Right. Nate uh, has a way of not letting people in the studio or out of the studio. <laughs> that's right. All right, and so we'll see you again tomorrow at noon on Mix Shots. Thank you all. Go Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!